Morning Liberty. Well, welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is some scary-looking gentleman over there. What do you? What's going on, man? Did you turn? Did you turn the monster voice on this thing? I got the monster voice on there. The monster yeah, monster voice on, so nobody yeah. knows who this is. <laughs> you look like the Unabomber. I, I look like I do whatever I want. You look like the Unabomber that's a really big Nashville Predators fan. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to hold me back. No. No. From, from putting <laughs> so, myself out there. In the spirit of today's episode, we have to talk about the fact that Tennessee has a bill that would make wearing hoods or masks illegal. So uh, Charlie decided to peacefully protest this bill. Even... You have my full name on here. Your full name is on there. So it didn't even, you didn't even take it <laughs> off of there. Maybe it's not your real name. So now everyone know. knows who I am. Yeah. So what's the point of this whole thing? I don't think there is one. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there is one. Well, no. guys, subscribe to the podcast. If this is your first time listening, maybe you're on our website. Are we running that sip and scan code? We got the sip and scan code going. All you do is you scan the side of your Coca-Cola can, and that will take you directly to whatever their website is. But on your way to that website, you go ahead and go by gmlconnect.com. It's got a link to every single platform that our podcast is on. Good Lord, we're streaming live on twitch now on twitter on youtube on facebook uh not on instagram today so no instagram today i just posted the tiktok video right beforehand so if you guys are listening on the website or on any of these platforms we put up a new podcast episode every single day talking about basic economics talking about freedom talking about liberty talking about why it's not a good idea to give the government complete control over anything because you never know who's going to be in charge of the government doesn't matter how much you trust Bernie Sanders. If you can't tell me who the president's going to be after Bernie Sanders, then I don't want you to give that person all the power over my life. That's just basically it. It's, Charlie, really, it's really don't hurt people, don't take their stuff. That's it. Just that's don't it. do that. It's as simple as that. I don't it, understand what's so hard about that concept. It seems I like a simple idea to me. I, everyone I, maybe would not. believe that. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you give the government power, they do things like introduce dumb legislation mm. like... This one we're going to talk about in Tennessee, which is what I'm protesting. <laughs> Are you going to wear that for the whole podcast? I can't take it off now. Well, you can't. There's no way. We're live. <laughs> well, we, I mean, you could. I could switch away from the camera and then, I don't and then know. you could. We'll see. Can maybe. you read the articles with yeah. all that on? Yeah, dude. I've got great eyes. Okay. Yeah. Not good ears, though. No. Not, no. no. <laughs> I've got one good ear. <laughs> Do you want to read the article then? Yeah, let's go over all this. Right. All right. On to the news. We'll skip the whole impeachment thing because, again, that impeachment is boring, by the way. We might touch on it. But anyway, I wanted to talk about what's happening here in Tennessee. The bill would make wearing hoods and masks illegal in Tennessee. So a proposed bill would make it illegal to conceal your identity in Tennessee, meaning no one can wear a hood, mask, or any other item to hide their face while on public property. So we've got a couple issues with this. So... Thanks to Representative Bud Hus uh, Holsey. Wow, I don't know why I couldn't say his name. Maybe I can't read it. And, <laughs> and State Senator John Lundberg. Wow, just two heroes, by oh, the way. American patriots. Just Tennessee <laughs> heroes. The bill says that anyone who intends to conceal their identity 
intends like who <laughs> oh, if you intend to conceal your identity but you wore your hat the wrong way sir yeah. you intended this that's one of those arbitrary words where yeah. it's like in intention like how do you prove the intention sir we know you thought about wearing a mask <laughs> we know <laughs> your deep thoughts okay <laughs> what if like you wear hoods and masks all the time and that's how people know you yeah you know that it's like oh well, there's nate there's the guy with the hood and the mask on he's had that on since he was a little kid and or you know and that's how i know it's him nashville actually has a lot of celebrities that yeah that kind of walk around like this yeah you know they don't want to be bothered no so the bill says that anyone who intends to conceal their identity by wearing a mask, hood, or device by which a portion of their face is concealed on public property, what if it's a medical device? <laughs> what if they're wearing a what? CPAP mask? <laughs> right. What if I have to wear something? It would be a class A misdemeanor. It also included private property, saying it would be an offense to wear the mask or a hood on anyone's private property without getting the owner's permission. So now... <laughs> Instead of default, it's fine unless the owner says it's not fine. Okay. Now well, you have to actually get express written consent. Yeah. Now I <laughs> like get it. Like if you were going to share a, a video from the NFL or something. I get it. Like you have a business or something like that. And you put up a sign that says, don't wear your hoods or your, or your bandanas or your gas masks in here. I get it. But like this expressed permission thing, like now you have to express permission to do things. Not like say, hey, here's something I don't want you to do, even though you want to do it. Now you've got to put up what you're allowed to do everywhere. You've got to let people know. Yeah. You need to go get written consent. Like sign, wear a sign. Get it signed by a lawyer or something like that. Same a lawyer as, wrote this law, I'll tell you that. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, never fear, by the way, uh, Bud and, and John here, they've obviously not forgotten about the kids because, however, it would not apply, again from the article, it would not apply during a holiday. Or for anyone dressing for a sporting activity, trade, occupation, theatrical production, parade, or masquerade ball. So when the officer is like, uh, sir, you're not supposed to be wearing that, uh, that hood you got there. Oh, I'm going to a masquerade. I'm playing sports. I'm, I am trying out for the Titans. Yeah. Got, like, sir. Well, the football season just ended. Well, tryouts are in a couple months. I've got to get going. Sir, I am in the middle of a paintball match right now. Right. Come on. <laughs> now, listen. I just got lost. Before, you know, I understand. I get it. I don't like the Antifa folks. Okay. I don't like the fact that they wear masks. I don't like the fact that they're wearing all the stuff that they're wearing. Because they're cowards. Obviously, they're, they're cowards. They're hiding their faces. They're not real revolutionaries. They're too scared to show you who they actually are. Uh, and, and, I, and I get it. I get the public concern. And if you, if you block people from wearing these things, then if you do have these kinds of protests and stuff start popping up in Tennessee or around Nashville then you've already expressed that it's illegal for you to wear those things while you're doing that. I understand it. I, I, I get it. But what I want to know is, when did the government get the ability to tell you what you could or could not wear around your own personal face? Like, when did they get that authority to say this? And where they got the authority is the law says, mainly, this is for, this is for public property. And of course, when everyone owns something, which is what public property is, no one owns anything. You don't have rights on public property, r really, because they can decide to take whatever rights they want away from you. Just like they won't let you carry a gun on public 
on the uh, state capitol grounds right. in Virginia. You well, know? And, the, and the person that got arrested in Virginia actually was for wearing a bandana over their face. Yeah. After they had been told yeah. not to wear a bandana. So when I first read this article, I was like, come on, how can the government tell you that you can't wear something around, around your head? Like, it's my head. You know, you can't tell me that. And I was like on public property. I was like, uh, freaking they own it. They can, they can tell you whatever that they, whatever it is they want to do with it. Even though there's this weird thing because it's public property and technically you have as much ownership over that property as anyone else does. Yeah. And you have to think where does freedom of uh, speech, freedom of expression actually go in. Now, look, this isn't something that I would lay my life on the line for. No, it's not like one of those freedoms. It's like, give me the ability to wear a hood or give me death. <laughs> it's not one of those things. You're not dying but, on this hill. No, no. But my thing is, is like, look, this, this representative bud and Senator John, y'all got too much time on your hands, man. Yeah. Are, are there, are there not more important things in the state of Tennessee than introducing a bill that would make it illegal to conceal your identity? There's not anything else that's pressing. Yeah, I mean, why can't they just introduce a bill that would cap insulin prices? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I, well, and, and, and like, what about, you know, things that the government does control? Like, what about the roads and stuff? Like, the, isn't traffic kind of a problem? It's a bit of a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Aren't there, isn't the, isn't the budget kind of a problem? Like, shouldn't we be finding ways to save taxpayers money? Couldn't should we be we, making schools better in some kind yeah. of way? Shouldn't you know? we be finding a way to cut people's property taxes instead of trying to find a way to increase it? Yeah. Shouldn't we be fighting the, the you know, the corruption of, you know, your fellow uh, GOP lawmaker who I think had to resign, you know, <laughs> and his whole office and he, he was the Speaker of the House in Tennessee and all that. Couldn't, couldn't you find something else yeah. to do with your time rather than, I don't know, they probably build... They don't bill hours, but I would bet they would bill a full 40 hours for well, this. And, and this is this just bill. when you create these positions, like they need to consistently find a, a need to, to justify their position. And so they just they just sit around thinking up new rules they can make for people all the time because they have to or, or they wouldn't be able to justify themselves, you know, because they're not enough. Well, they're only in session for four months. I know. I think like January to April yeah. is the is when the Tennessee uh, assembly is. Still get paid like, a pretty decent amount for only their four months of work that they do. I think like twenty grand, something yeah. like that. Plus per diems. They get per diems? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should be one of them state reps, man. Yeah, go ahead and run for state rep. I, I would recommend possibly changing your attire before you announce that you're you running for state rep. You don't think this is votable? I don't think that that <laughs> needs to go on your election sign. I don't think that's a real <laughs> good idea whatsoever vote for me you don't know who i am yeah maybe yeah. maybe maybe that could work maybe it'll i don't work. know okay well let's talk about one more thing that Tennessee. Look, zz top's pretty famous you that's know, true that band's pretty famous no one's ever seen their eyes that was really smart you know they're wearing these they're these beards and everything and they're, they're, just they're, they're fake beards <laughs> yeah. and so like they've gone through this career where they've written very famous songs and where they probably would have famous faces, but they wore beards the entire time. And now they can just take off their beards and walk around the public and not ever have to worry about anything. I think it's pretty smart. Really? It is. I think it's a good idea. They're, They've always been, in, it's like to point out someone who's in slipknot to me, you know, you can't, no, you can't except unless it's Halloween or something like that. Well, you no, just can't do it. And now they can't, uh, 
you know they can't play in Nashville. No, <laughs> I can't play in Nashville. Yeah, ZZ Top is banned as well. Okay, one more thing that Tennessee is putting up a bill for, which this is not just a Tennessee issue. Places all around the country are doing this. It's already so, happened in Colorado yeah. and Illinois. So it's and a, I think it's happening. Um, other states are trying to do the same thing. Yeah, and plus they'll try to do the whole thing on a national level, depending on who the president is eventually. So it's important to talk about this as an economic issue. It's not going. It's and it's not just going to be insulin, by the way. This no. is going to go further. Yeah, the, they're going to start just capping the first everything. One. Yeah. They're, they're trying to start with things that like a lot of people use, that a lot of people have to have, and because that's just how you work your way into the system, mm-hmm. and then they'll expand it out to. Uh, then we'll expand it out to everything. So, proposed Tennessee bill would cap insulin prices at $100 per month. This is from Knox County, Tennessee. Oh, we got a story here. We got a story. Listen, everyone, take down your logical consistency or your ability to make any type of rational decisions. Let's tell a sad story. At 11 months old, Adam Coker was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. He depends on insulin to survive. If you eat food, you have to have insulin, and eating is not optional. Coker said, without insulin, I essentially would either be permanently in the hospital or dead. He said there have been times he spent his entire paycheck on insulin, in part due to the rising cost. A congressional memo from April of 2019 shows prices of the most commonly prescribed insulins have increased from about $20 per vial to more than $250 per vial in the past two decades. Adjusted for inflation, that's a 700% increase. The insulin prices are pretty incredible. Adam's father, Dan, said that monthly bills for some folks are several hundred dollars with insulin copays. Uh, Dan brought a list of prices from the pharmacy his son uses. Each insulin bottle costs between $164 and $471. Most type 1 diabetics, like his son, require multiple types of insulin. On Thursday, State Senator Katrina Robinson introduced a bill that would cap insulin copays at $100 per 30-day supply, regardless of the amount or type of insulin needed to fill the prescription of the covered patient with diabetes. It would also require the Department of Health and the Division of Consumer Affairs to investigate the pricing of prescription insulin in Tennessee to determine whether additional consumer protections are needed. It'd be pretty significant. I'd be able to pay off my college loan debt a lot faster. Maybe I could put more effort into just improving living conditions, like not have to worry about whether I'm going to be able to afford getting groceries or insurance or any of that stuff. Colorado Governor Jared Polis signed a similar measure in the law last summer. The Illinois state legislature passed a bill capping insulin prices in November 2019. Washington and Kentucky state legislatures will consider capping insulin prices this session. So, so... So he was able to go to college, but then he can't afford groceries. Yeah. But that doesn't make sense, Adam. Like, look, this is obviously a sad story, and it's sad when people can't get medicine they need, right? I, that, yeah. That's, that's obviously a problem. We have gone to great endeavors on this podcast to tell you all of the problems in the healthcare market and how they are massive problems and how it is too expensive yeah and how insulin shouldn't be this expensive and all the ways that we could fix it um and so don't don't hear what i'm not saying (laughs) all right good advice all right because i am saying healthcare is too expensive insulin let me let me say this first and foremost insulin is too expensive 
All right. You want to go ahead and put that on record. I'm putting that on the record. The price should go down. However, um, they tell you these sad stories, obviously, to rope you in, and you feel bad for Adam. Like, I hope Adam's doing well. I don't know him only as well as what they told me here. Yeah. Um, and I hope that he's doing well. We have a, a, a very good friend of ours, type 1 diabetic. My dad is a diabetic. A lot of, a lot of people are diabetics. Yeah. Um, some not their fault. Some it is their fault, depending on your diet. So look, insulin, obviously you have to have, otherwise you can go into what's called diabetic shock. Yeah. Um, or you can go the other way, diabetic keto, ketoacidosis, you know, uh, depending on if your blood sugar is too high or too low. But, uh, so insulin is obviously very important and, uh, it's become expensive, but, but that's the, the canny part of this conversation. Yeah. (laughs) But introducing price caps is the complete backwards and wrong way of doing it and will only make the problem worse. Yeah. It's only going to make the problem worse. The the issue is, and uh, Thomas Sowell does a good job talking about this in basic economics. We have a, we have a confusion between costs and prices. We act as if, if the price is at a certain level, that that somehow dictates that the cost is lower also. For instance, if we dictated that a car was not going to cost more than $100, that means the price is $100. But what's the cost? The cost is still really high. So it's really easy for you to make that connection in your head. Like, obviously, the cost is still really high, although the price is very low to me. So making these kinds of price controls in the industry, they don't do anything to actually fix the problem, which is that the cost is is still too high. Someone's still going to pay that. You know, what's actually sad about this is that while a few of these states make these rules, um, the people in the other states are going to bear the cost of you getting the medicine for $100. Because the cost is still going to be the same, and they're going to try to recoup that in some kind of way. And it's actually the same thing we have on a national level, where we don't have the price caps here in the country for the medications, but these other countries have price caps. And what happens is, if you're manufacturing medications, and these other countries say, we won't pay more than $1,000 for this medication... Well, you'll still sell it to them because you might as well get $1,000 from them. And then you'll just charge 3000 to someone in America because we don't have the price caps. And we end up paying the, the actual cost of the price controls that are happening in other countries for manufacturers that are, that are based here in the U.S. The same thing is going to happen for insulin. It, it doesn't change the fact that they need to recoup their money, that they need to make some type of profit off of this or they wouldn't need to exist. So just because you're only going to pay $100, now someone else in another state is going to pay whatever, if it should have been $200 for you, someone else's insul- insulin price just went up by 100 bucks. Right. That's all that's going to happen. Now look, and I know what people are going to say is like, well, insulin's not that expensive to produce. It's cheap. It's like five cents a vial. They're not just recouping costs from insulin and what yeah. it takes to produce insulin. It's one of the things that drive me completely insane. You have to insane. understand these they're companies. Like, oh, this IV bag only costs three cents, yet they're charging me. Okay, 
are you literally only paying for the IV bag? Yeah. Or are you paying for everything else involved with it? Are you paying for the building where they manufacture it? Are you paying for all of the people who work there? Are you paying for all the sanitary conditions in the hospital they're in right now? Are you paying for your nurse? Are you paying for some of the doctors that are there? Are you paying for the electricity bill that's at the hospital? You're not just paying the five cents for the IV bag. For the bag of food. You're not paying right. the five cents for the physical insulin that's in the bottle right because there are other expenses involved with creating the product than just the actual material and not even just the product but maybe it's a product they know that they can sell but if they raise their prices it'll allow them to maybe introduce new products have some capital to reinvest do some research and development but the main thing you're seeing here this all this all goes back to fda and regulations and we've talked extensively about this on the show the reason why insulin and these drug, you know, drug companies can do uh, this type of thing is because it's a lack of competition, and the lack of competition is spurred by giant FDA regulations, and you have fewer and fewer pharmaceutical companies that can actually afford to operate. That's see, this is the problem. You have fewer and fewer pharmaceutical companies that can actually afford to operate. Now, look, is profit a motive for these pharmaceutical companies? Why, yes, it is. Yeah. Of course it is. They, they, it doesn't mean that it's greedy. But let me tell you another sad story. Susan Miranda, she's got two first names. I don't know why. But Susan Miranda, a single mother of three, uh, recently divorced. She had an abusive husband, um, works at Gilead. And she is a receptionist there and makes $36,000 a year. And um, are you making up this person right now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I have no okay. idea who Susan is. I didn't know is. if you're reading the article that they didn't have in front no. of me or what's going on. Okay. No. But in her town uh, where her kids have gone to school their whole life, she's got three of them and her husband was abusive and now she's a single mother and, and these are giant boys. I mean, they eat a lot of food and she only makes $36,000 a year and now her husband's in jail. So there's no child support or anything like that. <laughs> And, uh, you know, she, the only job she can really get is a receptionist at Gilead and she makes, you know, $36,000 a year, which is decent, but her apartment's kind of running down and there's roaches and, you know, she needs some, some things to help out with. She might have to move to a trailer if things yeah. get real bad. Um, and you know, her, her parents unfortunately died. Are when you she reading was this younger. from a book or like what, what's <laughs> and, and, and unfortunately now she's in tennessee too by the way okay uh, and unfortunately now since they've capped uh insulin prices at a hundred dollars an hour they have to get rid of her job yeah so now you have a single mother of three with an abusive husband who's now in jail no child support who is now she doesn't have a job now she's going to starve to death and see this is what ha this is what people don't see on the other side like when you uh prevent companies from making a profit you you hurt more people um and the the bottom of this problem that we've talked about it all stems from government it's and all so government's not the answer to fix it it's all over regulation yes and in this whole conversation about how much people are having to pay for their insulin vials no one's talking about what the cost of an insulin vial is no one the, the cost is not now they're gonna say it's five cents you know something like that or the glass is a couple cents and then the, the actual medication no one's going into the actual cost and the people who developed insulin gave the patent away and all this stuff yeah and and you have to understand that there is a cost other than the actual material 
in anything that you're ever buying whether it's a t-shirt whether it's a you know oh well the cotton in the t-shirt only costs 50 cents therefore this is theft no like there's a building where they manufactured it they paid all kinds of workers you know they paid people to dye it to a certain color there's all kinds of other costs wrapped into a material and we're talking about what the price of the insulin is yet no one's asking what the actual cost of the insulin is no one's asking what the drug company needs to profit so they can keep moving no one's talking about what the drug company needs to profit so they can invest money in R&D for new medications and pay their $3.5 billion bill to the FDA so they can get another medication made. No one's talking about that. They're all just saying they want it to be cheaper. Therefore, no make it look cheaper to me. No one's talking about all the failed drugs they've had, all the money wasted, all the paperwork they filled out and the people they employed for all these medications that didn't work or didn't pass FDA standards or... Or maybe they did pass FDA standards, but now you've got lawsuits because there were still problems with it because you couldn't afford to do all the things you needed to really do to make sure that there weren't any issues with your FDA approved medication or device. There's so many things like I, the last thing I would ever want to do is own an, a pharmaceutical company. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like there's so much um, hatred and and red tape and bills and things you have to watch out for. It's got to be the, the CEOs of these people. I mean, although, you know, they're, they're living in mansions, but they got to be working a hundred hours a week and just unbelievably stressed. Yeah, I'm sure. And they know that most of the people in the world hate them. Right. While they're also creating life-saving medications that people literally cannot live without. Like here's, you know, in 1800, you couldn't get a vial of insulin. You could not. No. no. No, and and we're not hearing that one of the main problems in Africa is that they don't have vials of insulin. You know that that's not really what we're what we're hearing about. You know they can't get food. I still go, go back to the food analogy. Like we're talking about insulin, which is something that people need or they'll end up dying in some kind of way. Every single human being on the entire planet needs food. All 7.7 .7 billion people on the planet need food. All 330 million people in the United States need food or they will die. That's just a fact of life. And you know, throughout history, we've put price caps on food, by the way. And it didn't go certain, well. In certain countries. And more people starved. Yeah. Because when you put <laughs> price caps, it creates shortages. That's it. Yeah. That's economists don't know. And Thomas Sowell said that the economists don't really know much for sure. But what they do for sure know how to do is how to create a shortage and how to create a surplus. The way that you create a shortage is by putting price caps on a market and then less of the actual supply will be created. It will not meet the demand because the suppliers will not create as much. Do you want a shortage of insulin? This is where Elizabeth Warren says she's going to come in and create a government drug manufacturing company that will step in whenever there's any type of shortage. And then they come in and they create a shortage by putting price caps on it. And then they still use your money through the way of taxation to create the medication and then subsidize it to you and tell you that it's cheaper and free. It's, it's insane. The, the lack of basic economic understanding is is just something that i have not been able to grasp yet the the logic behind this ideology while you see so many people who are really smart like really really smart people who are very book smart they're good at math they're good at all kinds of things 
but there's some kind of block in their brain that will not allow them to track, to trace this chain of events back to its origin. You know, it's a, it's like, look, if you give me money, I'll produce something for you and I'll sell it back to you at a cheaper cost. Yeah. (laughs) And somehow in, in that time of manufacturing, let's say you forgot that you gave him money to begin with. Yeah. It's like giving, you know, a business a Kickstarter that, you know, you bought a T-shirt for $20 on Kickstarter and the whole deal was you were supposed to get the T-shirt for investing in the kickstart of the company, right? Yeah. But then they, they turn around and they sell you the shirt for $15. They're like, oh, look, you got $5 <laughs> off. No. Like, no, you just paid $35. Yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> people can't make this connection with like government things that literally will say free education or free health care while they know that the money that's being taken out of their paycheck is paying for it and they'll still somehow call it free in some kind of way but they make the connection with businesses like let me ask you this uh do you have an amazon prime account sure do okay uh you get free two-day shipping with your amazon prime account don't you sometimes one day it's free shipping though right yeah isn't it but is it actually free on the invoice, you know, it says free shipping. Do you pay money to have an Amazon Prime account? Charlie? Sure do. Okay, so is it free shipping? Technically, no. 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 You're paying money for it. Shipping shipping isn't free, by and the way. People make this connection all the time with Amazon, although I couldn't get you to do it right then. But people <laughs> will make it with Amazon all the time. Well, yeah. they say, oh, it's not actually free shipping. You're paying monthly to have the account. It's not free. You're paying for it. That's what all the free crap that the government's offering you is. It's not free. Yeah. You're paying for it. Or and if the, you aren't paying for it, then the 1% is paying for it. And where do the 1% get all of their money? From you. That's where they get their money. They get their money from their businesses that sell things to you. And their taxes are an expense that they put into the price of all of their items that you buy. So you, there's, you're not getting out of paying for it. Even if Jeff Bezos is the one, the only guy, if we just tax him, then we'll all have everything we ever want for the rest of our lives. So even if Jeff Bezos is the guy that's getting taxed or Amazon is getting taxed, those taxes will be reflected in the price of every single thing that's on Amazon. You will pay the tax. Or they'll just go out of business and then you don't have that option. You won't have that. Then you'll pay more money for all of your goods and you won't get them shipped to you in one or two days for free. Well, see, this is why like, Elizabeth Warren says things like, oh, well, we'll have, you know, a a backup government pharmacy or whatever, you know, that will produce these drugs. It's because, well, what if all the drug companies were like, yeah, well, we can't sustain this anymore. We're just going to file bankruptcy. Yeah. We'll cash out what we got right now. Everybody will go home and this it's not worth it anymore. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Every single day, like, look, even regular people, like you go to your job because it's worth it. Right. It's worth your time and your effort to actually get up out of bed and go to your job every single day, even if you hate it, because it puts food on your table. It does things. Same people. Same reason why people start businesses. It's because it's worth it. And one day you might look around and say, this isn't worth it anymore. Yeah. Why do I care? I don't. I'll just get in. That's one thing people don't understand. 
Like, there's always going to be drug producers, yeah. mate. There's always going to be a 1%. That's the thing. They act as if if there's no profit to be made off of any of the drugs, that all of these investors and people that are putting their money into manufacturing drugs are just still going to, that's what they do for a living. So the, they're going to do that. They're going to keep no, doing. They'll shift their investment money to other portions of the economy where they're allowed to make a profit. And then there won't be the investors for that. And then still your freaking tax money is going to be what's going to pay for all of this stuff. Only it's going to be done by the government completely inefficiently. The people who were still using three and a half floppy A drives for the nuclear launch codes last year and have never saved a freaking rocket in their entire lives with while Elon Musk comes in there and uses one freaking 10 times before he blows it up for fun last week. Yeah. <laughs> which was crazy to watch. So like th- this is not the solution capping the price does nothing to solve the cost we're always looking at getting down to the actual root cause of the issue if insulin is too expensive then we need to talk about why it's too expensive just arbitrarily capping the price does nothing to take on the problem of why it's too expensive just like i said with the car if you cap the price of a car at a thousand dollars Does that do anything about the fact that it takes them $12,000 to manufacture a car? It doesn't do anything. It just makes it cheaper to you. And then the car company is either going to stop manufacturing those or they're going to find someone else to charge double who's not inside of that system. Listen, every single person that gets insulin in Illinois or in Tennessee or in Colorado for $100, another person with type 1 diabetes is going to pay the rest of the cost that you should have paid. Yep. That's just the plain fact of the matter. If you can feel good about that, then let me know how you can feel good about that. That way, uh, well, that know. in and of itself is selfish. It You're is. like, oh, well, I, I only care about my insulin prices. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Like, you know, all the other type one diabetics be damned. Who cares? My prices are going down. That in and of itself is, is the selfish notion. Whereas like what, we literally talk about this stuff every single day because it literally is the only thing that's going to help the most amount of people possible. Yeah. It's the only thing. It sounds like now look, if insulin, we're selfish, but it's actually the complete opposite. It's the complete opposite. Yeah. If, if, you know, let's say insulin, the lowest it can go is $200. Now, if there are some people that can't afford that, then that's terrible. But if, if that's what's best for the majority of people, then then that's what it should be. And that's the problem is without all the regulation and the red tape and all the the problems that make prescription drugs so expensive, the price would not be $200. If you opened up the market for more to be able... I was just using a random example. If if the market were opened up to have more competition, then the prices would go down just just like everything else. Like there's a reason that there are some people in other countries that are starving because they can't get food and we have an obesity problem in America. There's a reason there. And it's not because the world overall has a shortage of food. It's because they don't have any type of market that they can operate in. They do not have any kind of economy that they can operate in. We've got a fairly free market in food, fairly. The, the farms are subsidized with taxpayer money, you know, so we can we can do that. And then we put stipulations on putting ethanol in fuel. That way more people will buy corn and keep the corn prices higher. There's, you know, it's not a completely free market, even in food. But somehow 
when every single person in the entire country would die if they did not get food. We've got too many people that are obese in, in fact, America. Adam alludes to this in his story. He even says, if you eat food, you have to have insulin and eating is not optional. Yeah. So where are the food price controls? I don't know. Shouldn't we start there? Why Adam? haven't we capped prices at McDonald's on food? <laughs> right. Why, why, didn't, why didn't we need to cap prices on food at McDonald's? That's the actual question. Right. Why did we not need to issue a government regulation that said that McDonald's had to have a dollar menu? Why didn't we need to do that? And we didn't need to because that free market had so much competition in it and so much freedom for different manufacturers of food and different people to sell the food that they found that the only thing they could do was find a way to sell their product at the cheapest price possible so the most amount of people could afford it. And that's how they were able to get ahead in the market. And now, honestly, healthcare is more expensive because we have more obese people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so many health problems. Like you're just adding this, you know, well, that's maybe, really, maybe we should punish the farmers. Well, I was going to say, maybe creating this healthcare Maybe the answer to the healthcare problem is to put price caps on food. That way we'd have a shortage of food and less people would be obese. Right. And then healthcare prices would go down. Yeah. yeah. That's how we solve everything. There's the solution. Yeah. I don't understand why we can't have these kind of debates inside of, you know, government. No. Like, look, like, look, if, if price caps worked, you know, like you said, why, why haven't we capped food? If, if we need, like everybody needs food before you need insulin, you need food Yeah, because insulin reacts to food. More people need food than need insulin. Right. And then you're not saying that insulin's not important. No, that's not what you're saying. But what you're saying is that everyone needs food. There's no, like, you can't get around that. If ever there were... I think were, a pastor tried to do it. Like he went 39 <laughs> he, days, he 38, di 37 days and yeah. died. If ever there were a market for exploitation in some type of product, it would be something that not a single person could live without. Yet we find so much abundance of that product that people have too much of it. It's, it's, it, it really should be eye-opening if you, if you want to talk about healthcare in America. The problem is that we have not allowed for competition. We have made the product too expensive through regulation and by, and by tampering down competition. And what we need is more competition in that market. I actually ate too much last night. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still full, kind of. I, I mean... From last night. We need price controls and food. That's the only <laughs> thing we can do to solve obesity. Yeah. Hey, do you want to talk one more thing about Illinois real quick? Yeah. This isn't something I care about a whole lot, but a lot of people who listen to the podcast would. The whole uh, non-citizens voting thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you want to read it or do you want me to? Yeah. I, right. I like reading. Go ahead. Do you need sunglasses? Coming, Are you good? No, no, no. I'm, I've, I've shown my face. Okay. Now. This coming from the Daily Wire. Thanks, Ben. Uh, Illinois Dems admit mistake allowed non-citizens to vote in 2018. Mm. <laughs> With the Illinois primary less than two months away, a spokesman for the Illinois State Board of Elections has admitted that some non-citizens of the United States may have illegally voted in the 2018 election because of the new automatic voter registration process implemented in the state. These, this, these governments have... All kinds of boards and 
departments and yeah i didn't even know the illinois state board of elections all right all right so democrat democrat secretary of state jesse white's office acknowledged the mistake in a letter to the state board of elections on december 18th spokesman henry hopped of white's office stated now why didn't jesse have to say this how does he have a spokesman i don't know for whatever reason because illinois got plenty of money yeah <laughs> for whatever reason that technical uh technological programming error did not properly remove the individuals the individuals who are applying for driver's license were inadvertently pulled into the automatic voter registration he added this was an isolated case that impacted less than one-tenth of one percent of the people registered through automatic voter registration. Oh, now the Democrats don't care about one-tenth of one percent. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as the program error was discovered, it was fixed and the individuals were notified, including the State Board of Elections and the local election authorities. Um, it was fixed like after they had already gone. Yeah, so After they had already voted. So basically they had an error in their system that allowed non-citizens to get on the voter rolls in illinois you can get a driver's license now regardless of your citizenship status and that's one of the two ways that you register to vote in illinois so they were put into the voting system uh they haven't said exactly how many people actually voted they don't know that they don't know that number yet listen the reason i said I don't really care about this issue i don't think that's why democrats won in illinois I don't think that's why people are winning around the country. I don't think enough non-citizens are voting to really sway elections. Um, the reason I wanted to talk about this was, uh, you know, we're libertarians. We don't exactly care about immigration all that much. Uh, if you were to eliminate the welfare state, I think most of the angst towards immigration would be gone. Uh, I think a lot of people would still come up with reasons, safety reasons, stuff like that. But I think most of the immigration concern is the idea that you can come into the country, not pay into a system, but somehow take back out of that system. The question I wanted to ask was, should peep only people, I mean, this is kind of a crazy question, but should only people who are citizens be, be allowed to vote? Or should it be the people who live in that jurisdiction? What, what do you think about that, Charlie? So we've kind of had a, this similar discussion before last year. Um, and I would actually uh, go back to what the founders were talking about, because this is something I think, um, if I remember correctly, Thomas Jefferson struggled with. And this is, this is what they struggled with in deciding like who was allowed to vote for their representatives to begin with, which is why they excluded everyone but rich white landowners, because they were afraid that you know anybody else besides that would vote to steal their land let's say or whatever like if you had a certain amount of the population that could vote themselves prosperity that that's what they would do yeah and i think you see some essence of that but then also thomas jefferson in some letters he also said like look you know i believe that if you um if you reside somewhere, you you have the like natural inherent right to choose who your representative would be so it's a very big struggle. Um, I, I, I don't know if I can tell you what the right answer is, but I think what I lean to, what I lean towards is, um, I think if you do live somewhere, you you should have the right to choose who represents, um, who's going to make decisions for where you live. And I think once again, the only barrier in this where, where people will have complete disagreement with that is 
taxation and the the welfare state. Right, because you can as long like, as you couldn't vote yourself prosperity. Like, but see, if, that's the problem. If we weren't paying if we weren't paying taxes out of our incomes or we weren't paying whatever the taxes were and you weren't able to sign up and receive other people's tax money from their paychecks, then what would be the issue with anyone who lives in that jurisdiction voting? Like what would they, what would they do if you lived in a purely constitutional society? You know, if you, if you really lived in a society that only cared about individual liberty and the government wasn't able to regulate everyone and tell every single person what they were and were not allowed to do and take money out of your bank account without, without your permission, what would the objection to be? What would it be? Because who, why would it matter? Why would it matter at all? I don't, I don't really have a, a reason where it would be bad other than eventually all those people would vote and create the government that we're talking about that we don't like, which has already been created. It's right. already here. It was created by people who were citizens yeah. already, <laughs> You're right, right. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, citizens of the country have done enough damage to, you know, it's not exactly obvious that non-citizens would do uh, more damage than the citizens of the country already have. Actually, Pretty much everyone I've met who came from Mexico was a harder worker than almost everyone I met that came from America. So, yeah. and, and including might, myself. And yeah, <laughs> and might have more problems with money being taken from them and, giving to, and given to other people than even we do. So, to me, it's, it's, it's not obvious what the issue is with non citizens voting if you removed taxation and welfare. Well, if you remove more than that, I think. See, everything we talk about, this sounds arrogant. <laughs> Almost everything we talk about solves all the problems. Well, yeah. Because look, that's why we're be, here. <laughs> there would be no problem with non citizens voting if the government didn't have the power to do some of the crazy stuff it does. Yeah. And it should have never had that power to begin with. That's. Like the constitution is a list of enumerated powers, like a list of powers. Like this is all you can do. My three-year-old understands this <laughs> kind of like if I give him a list and say, Hey, you can have this for dinner or this for dinner. It's not like, Oh, well, I'm going to build a restaurant. And Hold on one second. Isaac, are you sure that ZZ tops beards are hundred percent real? I've been told my entire life that ZZ tops beards we're fake. Uh -oh. Are they actually real? Uh-oh. I've been living a lie. Now we have some here. controversy. We, this is a controversy right here. We're going to make a gmllies.com now. They they look kind of real. Do they? Well, here Let's I am see. going about my life thinking about how smart ZZ Top was because some guy told me this story about how their beards were fake. And I never did anything to research that actual opinion whatsoever. I just, I just adopted it as true and went that whole time. So if ZZ Top's beards are in fact real, I admit to my mistake and I was speaking completely out of turn. I was, uh, I was just complete BS. Wow. Complete BS. So I, apolo I apologize. Lucky you're not fired for I, that mistake. I might fire myself after that <laughs> type of blatant disregard for the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. I, I, I just saw that and I had to right the wrongs. You know, that's fine nowadays. Yeah. It's fine nowadays. I was just, all I was saying was 
if the government didn't have the power that it shouldn't have, that's all I'm saying. Like it shouldn't have it. Then there would be no problem with non-citizens voting. Like with this wouldn't even be a problem at all whatsoever. So everything that we talk about on this show specifically goes towards fighting those battles, taking the power away from the government to get back to a place where these types of issues that pop up would never even be issues. Well, it's, it's just like where we talk about, we were talking about prescription drug prices and capping prices. And we say, uh, fixing the price does not do anything to solve what the actual root cause of the issue is talking about immigration and people voting and all this doesn't do anything to actually address the root cause of the issue. It's just talking about a symptom of a problem. And we don't deal with symptoms of problems here. Addressing symptoms of problems is not good. I had the flu a couple weeks ago, and I thought that if I just took some some decongestant or some some ibuprofen or something like that, that I wouldn't have the flu anymore. That's not the case. I was just addressing symptoms of the problem. You have to actually attack what the root cause is. And the root cause of the people's problem with immigration is not the hatred for Mexicans or things like that. It's it's taxation and welfare and government control over everything. You fix those problems and tell me why you care about immigration after that. It fixes itself. It, the problem is solved at that time. You're addressing a top symptom of a major underlying issue that actually needs to be talked about. And, and that's the issue I have with immigration, just like all of these other economic problems that we talk about, everything else that we talk about. I don't like talking about the symptoms of the problems. You have to get down to what actually caused the issue. Which, for in the case of the flu, it's a virus. It's Yeah. It's, and the only thing that actually cured you of that was your internal antibodies. Yeah, because I have, actually had to destroy those viruses. Yeah, and now I'm stronger now because of it. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, I'm strong. Yeah. Uh, now have a better immune system. But no, that, you know, just talking about these, you know, corruption in Washington, massive problem, massive problem. People are corrupt. People are enriching themselves. Somehow people go from being worth nothing when they get elected to office to being worth, you know, millions of dollars by the time that they leave office. You're only getting paid a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. There's no reason that you should have gone from being worth nothing to being worth $50 million by the time you get out, unless you were doing something to enrich yourself while you were there. But that's a symptom of a problem. It's, it's, a, bad, it's a bad problem. It's a bad issue. Creating laws isn't going to stop it. No. And say, oh, why don't we just make corruption illegal? <laughs> oh, we'll just make corruption illegal now. Right, yeah. No, pro problem solved, right? No, that doesn't do anything. For, why is there corruption? Why is it there? Well, it's there because people are greedy and people are, are malevolent and people do bad things and they're liars and it's there. But that's true for all human beings, whether they work in the government, whether they run big corporations you don't like. It's true for all, for all of those people. The only difference is what power do you give them through the, the power to use force over others? What power is it that they're giving them? You give the government regulatory bodies the power to take money from people without their permission, the power to put people in jail for not following whatever your regulations are, the power to control the companies, to control every single part of our economy, 
And the people who work inside of that economy are going to find a way to try and buy off the people making those rules. Mm -hmm. The only way that you stop the corruption, besides making every single person in the entire world a complete and perfect uh, virtuous angel, which is never going to happen, the only way that you solve the corruption is by taking away the power that they're buying. There's no reason that you should be able to enrich yourself in Washington if Washington doesn't have control over corporations, over every single part of the economy, then politicians would not be able to enrich themselves. Then lobbyists would not be trying to buy off politicians. What would they be lobbying for if a politician was not going to make a rule that affected their industry? What would they be trying to control? They wouldn't have anything to control. There would be no reason to buy them off after that. And so while we talk about corruption and we're like, well, we should just make corruption illegal or we should uh, repeal Citizens United or something like that, you're still just going to have a regulatory body trying to manage corruption who is completely capable of becoming corrupt in themselves. Yeah. So then you need to make another regulatory body that manages the corruption regulatory body that manages their corruption. And then they're going to become corrupt. You need an inspector general for the inspector general of the inspector general of the inspector general of the inter of the attorney yeah, general. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And you just keep adding these levels of bureaucracy over the top of everything. Let's oversight this and let's oversight the oversight. And then we got to oversight the oversight, the, the, the oversights, the oversight committees. Right. And then, okay. And this oversight committee is buying off that one. Yeah. Is, and, <laughs> is there still a human being running that one that's up there at the top? Then they are susceptible to corruption. So you're not doing anything to actually fix the problem other than adding in a whole bunch more people that need to get paid off all the way down. And we started this whole show to let you know robots are taking over the world. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what's going to happen. That's what it all boils down to. Act accordingly. Yeah, because I don't see any angels anytime soon. No. Let's uh, let's wrap this up with a little bit of impeachment. Of course, the Senate trial is going on. I believe is it going to wrap up today? Because I think they made a rule that there's only two days of twelve hour, like twenty four hours total of testimony. That I heard twelve hours each day, and then that's it. I heard Ben Shapiro say that it's going to take about a week and a half, something like that. I don't know. I we say this every single time. I don't care about the impeachment. It's going nowhere. It is a waste of media time where we should be talking about things that could actually be solved. Nothing is going to come out of this. It's complete hypocrisy on the part of everyone who's involved in it. The Republicans already know how they're going to vote, which means there's no principle. The Democrats already know how they're going to vote, which means there's no principle. No one cares what happens during the trial. There's not a single thing that's going to happen during the trial that's going to change anyone's votes whatsoever it's it is just a big media circus that they're trying to string out long enough to get into the elections they need it to go longer so we're still talking about this impeachment closer to the elections like you think do you think there's evidence that the democrats are going to introduce and prosecute and a member of the republican party will be like oh i didn't know oh yeah i didn't know that my vote has changed now now that you said that impeach impeach the how about you said that so convincingly yeah now that you made that one minute speech you've completely changed my ideology and what's making me mad about this whole thing and uh i want to read this article because i think it's it's kind of good and it might actually be the future but uh what makes me mad is uh, what i'm hearing from the democratic side 
is all this talk of like, if Trump has nothing to hide, if he's not guilty, why wouldn't he just testify? Why wouldn't this person testify? If there's nothing to hide, if there's nothing to hide, look, that's not how this country works. No, you don't have to prove your innocence. They, they, they spin this narrative and this is what prosecutions do to criminal uh, potential criminals, or I guess people uh, that have been arrested, alleged criminals. criminals, That's a better word for it. This is what they do all the time. Like, Oh, well, you know, where were you that night? If you've got nothing to hide, why can't you tell me what you were wearing? Yeah. You know, like, ah, they, they, they do this to the jury. Don't try to act like you didn't buy that story. Right. It's filed under D, you know, and you're <laughs> you got a receipt from Dunkin' Donuts there. Like, look, the, there's there's this loss of the one of the greatest things that it's it's amazing we even come up with it. This presumption of innocence, because for the longest time in human history, it, it, right off the bat, you were guilty. Yeah, like somebody accused you of something. A lot of times, it, there were you know flash. There were mob. There was mob rule. You obviously had kings and things like that. And even before that tribes, like a lot of times you had to prove your innocence and be like, like, well, look, I, I wasn't there, whatever. You had to like show all this evidence. What we did in the United States was genius in saying, look, no matter what the person's innocent, you actually have to have compelling, you know, uh, unanimous, almost unanimous consent evidence to say, Hey, the, you know, a jury of this guy's peers, who don't know them don't know them really yeah but they they talk about reasonableness and the reasonable standard it's like look that guy's innocent you have to prove that he's guilty so the same the same thing holds true in, in the impeachment yeah i think your computer's playing sound right now it can't be mine it's off yeah I hear something over there playing sound. Anyway, yeah, the 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 best the best thing that we have in this country is a presumption of innocence, and it goes all the way to the person that is the president. And unfortunately, whether or not Trump looks guilty or not, or 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 whatever whatever it is, listen, he does not have to prove his innocence. I saw people tweeting about this the other night. He does not have to prove his innocence. People have to prove his guilt. That's what has to actually happen, okay? And this deciding that someone is guilty, just deciding, hey, they're they're guilty and they have to prove their innocence, that is not what America was founded on. That's not what you want. That's not what you want for right, yourself, like, your family. You don't want it for you don't want it for minorities. I mean, good lord, lynch mobs and stuff like that. That was a presumption of guilt. You are guilty. I'm going to take you out. That's what that's what that was. Okay, so it's and you can't go backwards, by the way. No. So it's like once you've once you've done something, especially like you know when you say capital murder or whatever. Like once you've done something, you can't go backwards anymore. That's it. You know, once you once you execute the death penalty, then that's it. Yeah, and and so you you have to have the presumption the presumption of innocence. But go ahead with the article actually, and uh, tell us about why. The problem is that we're going to be leading into a world where we just have we just have impeachment for all the presidents. And well, why, I, why, why you might like this for Trump, if you're a liberal, maybe you like it for Trump. The fact that this has been done with no actual crimes. I know they say high crimes and misdemeanors. There were no crimes committed 
in the past there were actual crimes committed. So now that we've done it without an actual crime committed, every single president is going to be trying to stave off actual impeachment, whether they're a Democrat or a Republican, based on this precedent now. That we can do this, it's purely political. The, there, if it wasn't political, then some of the Republicans would want to do it and some of the Democrats wouldn't want to do it, okay? If it weren't purely political, like it is right now. So on a purely partisan basis, we will be going through this impeachment process for many, many future presidents. Yeah, and that's, um, honestly, we're at an hour, so I'd say we yeah. could wrap it up. Um, um, we had some feedback and stuff happening, but uh, maybe we'll save this article for tomorrow because impeachment's ongoing. Yeah. But, the, you know, the one thing I wanted to say about it, what I liked about this article was it, it really is showing the, let's say, the political divide. Now, I don't think most Americans are actually uh, so divisive. In fact, half of Americans don't even vote. But if you look among the active political people, there's such a divide between um, conservatives and liberals or the left and the right Republicans and Democrats. Um, and it's on both sides of the aisle conservatives, even pundits and things like that. They can't stand liberals. Uh, they make a, they make a lot of their money, you know, off of lambasting the left. And then the people on the left do the same thing, you know? And so you, I mean, if you look at whatever Rush Limbaugh and Mark Levin, the, 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 the massive guys on the right, they're all punching back and saying the problem, all of our problems are on the left. And the people on the left are like, all of our problems are the terrorist, you know, right wingers. And it's like, that's what we're seeing play yeah. out now in, in an impeachment, which was basically the same thing against Clinton. You yeah. know, but it was there were a few more people going across the aisle with Clinton. Well, it's just they ended up getting him for lying to Congress. Right. Like, I hate that. That's it's, ridiculous. It's absolutely the, the FBI insane. pulls this this trick all the time. Like they do all these all these interrogations and all these official statements, all this stuff. They get you on the record with a ton ton of things. Which is why you should never say anything without a lawyer. Yeah. And then you eventually end up saying something that contradicts something that you said earlier when you were probably still drunk. And then you <laughs> and then you end up in you know, now you've lied to them, so now you're guilty of a of a crime. Sir, you said you only had two <laughs> eggs. And we saw three. <laughs> Therefore, you lied to us and you You're were guilty of a crime. Federal prison for 10 years. <laughs> it's ridiculous. No, but no, this, no, no, no. They can lie to you, yeah, by the way. About everything. Yeah. Yeah, they can lie about everything that they want. In fact, the you know, the government can lie to Congress even. Yeah. So it, it, and it doesn't matter. But this, it's, it's all, you know, I really dislike this whole partisan job which is why the whole two-party system is um not good yeah and why people you really should be going after liberty and not what republicans are doing or what democrats are doing or even what libertarians are doing like what are we doing to actually advance liberty that's what actually matters what are we what are we doing to set our society up in a way that helps the most amount of people not Chuck Schumer hates Donald Trump and I stand with Trump. Yeah. Who cares? Not Nancy Pelosi needs to get better fix event. 
Like, right. that's that's not what we need to be talking about no. right now. We need to talk about how to make life better for everyone. They've made this into a team sport. Yeah, it know? is. It's just a sport. You're just supporting your team. Right. That's, that's all, all it is. It. And that's it. That's everything. That's that's very unhealthy. We need more parties. We don't just need two parties in, in the final debates. You know, if we can handle 16 candidates on stage for 58 debates during the primary then we can handle more than freaking two people during the general elections. Yeah. We can handle a libertarian candidate, a green party candidate, a communist party candidate or a whatever. A good morning liberty candidate. A good morning whatever. liberty candidate, whatever the party is. This idea that we just need to have it down to either Republican or Democrat just shows it's a lack of competition. Guys, we're talking about how competition is the best <laughs> thing for everyone. Okay. As a Republican, if you're watching right now, whoever you are, You'll sit here and talk about the free market all day and how competition is the most important thing. And that's how everything gets better is through more competition. We get better quality stuff. You know, everyone's happier. You get more options. That's what makes everyone more honest. That's how the businesses get better because they have to compete with other businesses. So they offer better products. The idea of competition extends past just economics and business. You always need competition to make yourself better, to make the people around you better. If you only had one option for someone that you could marry or have a relationship or spend the rest of your life with, that person would not need to be a good person. They would not need to not be terrible to you or mistreat you if they're your only option that you have. That's why terrible people often be controlling and try to constrict the amount of other people that you talk about because they talk to because they don't like competition. Because if they're susceptible to competition, then you're going to find out that there's something better. And you're going to have to make yourself better. And maybe they're going to choose someone else over you. So that's why you end up being competitive. A relationship is a free market. Okay. Yeah. Everyone well, needs. Even, you could take, you can even go further than that and say it's with yourself. Yeah. You're, you should be competitive with yourself even. Right. Otherwise, what are you, what are you doing? Right. You have no reason to get out of bed if you're fine the way you are. Yeah. But if you, if you care about future Nate. <laughs> right and what what nate looks like when he's 60 and and is he gonna be fine yeah then you have to be competitive with yourself today be like wow i gotta be better than i was yesterday right we're getting all kinds of hate on on twitch which is love it's our second day on twitch and uh i realize that twitch you know obviously full of a bunch of gamers probably a lot of bernie sanders fans actually we specifically went on twitch because we know that bernie sanders streams on twitch all the time and i just really wanted to piss off all of his supporters yeah so that's why we went on twitch bernie so lies bring, it, bring the hate yes yes hey, thick, if, you, if you don't have thick uh, thick zeke Everyone go follow Thick Zeke because apparently he's the smartest person in the world. Um, yeah. If you ain't got haters, you ain't hey, doing nothing right. Guess what? Taxation is theft. I'm, I'm, yes, that's what we actually mean. Taxation is theft. Yeah. It, it's, it can't not be theft. You know why? Because I just made my money and I want to keep it. Can I keep it? No. Well, I'm going to try to keep it. Well, okay, I'm going to put you in a cage. Um, right. That's theft. There's this great meme out there too. It's, it's like government and then me, and it says, uh, "Hey, you owe me taxes." And me's like, "Oh well, how much do I, do I owe?" And the government's like, "Oh well, you have to figure that part out." Yeah. It's like, "Oh, so I just pay whatever I want?" It's like, "No, we know how much you owe." <laughs> it's like, "Oh, but you, but you, have, no." He's like, "No, you have to figure it out." It's like, "Oh, so what if I don't pay? You go to prison." <laughs> it's like they know what you owe. It's like. But they can't tell you. You have to pay all this money to figure it out. And then if you get it wrong, oh, that's what it, that's what it is at the end. What if I get it wrong? 
You go to prison. Like you know, it's just it's a completely terrible system. Let me just ask you, how much of my money do I own? Well, the answer is whoever controls Congress. That's the answer. Yeah. How much of my money do I actually own? Whoever's in charge. There's your answer. Yeah. Right there. That's how you know it's a completely messed up system because it's completely arbitrary and we get the they get to decide based on votes and stuff that they want to spend money on. We just talked about how corrupt they were, by the way. I don't know why you want to give them all of your money. Uh, <laughs> it's, you know, we just we just talked about that, but they just get to decide arbitrarily how much of your money you get to keep from it on a yearly basis. They don't tell you like a flat tax, like, oh, it's this much money you owe us. No, it's you compute it for yourself, and then we'll decide on a later basis whether or not that number was right, and then we'll charge you a fee for not being the right number. Right. And it's and interest, by the yeah. way, because there's inflation. If you go to three different tax accountants, they'll give you three different numbers that you owe in taxes. It's completely different for everyone. One guy on TikTok said he makes 50K a year with two kids and he paid 26% taxes. Like, dude, you went to the wrong tax guy, yeah, man. You got a bad tax guy. Yeah. You, wrong tax guy. Yeah. If you're only making 50,000 and you've got two kids, you probably shouldn't have paid any taxes. Maybe like something three or 4%. Something, something like that. And now what he might mean is that 26% came out of his check. And then just like Bernie Sanders does, he's completely ignoring the fact that he got a big tax refund at the end of the year, which yeah. is what everyone likes to say. Oh, I paid 26%. How much of that did you get back? Well, about 110% of it. Okay. <laughs> so you didn't pay any taxes, right? You didn't pay any. I'm sorry. Yeah. I know you like to act like you did, but well, you, you didn't. He might be including property tax and sales tax and all that, which is possible. Yeah. But still seems high. It's pretty, it's it's a lot, but maybe he bought a lot of stuff. Who knows? Now his, his, his solution for that must be that we need to lower taxes for everyone, right? Yeah. It has to be. It must be. Yeah. Actually, he probably wants to put people in office that are going to do everything they can to raise taxes. You know, do you notice the people who say taxation is not theft? The people that don't pay taxes. Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with taxes? What are you talking what about? That, yeah. I'm completely fine when other people pay taxes. We have to have all of these things. <laughs> all right, guys. If you want to sponsor your very own Facebook ad, do you care about some of this stuff? Do you care about the wealth tax? Do you care about taxation being theft? Because it obviously is. And if you don't, then you're really just someone who condones slavery and thievery for everyone, except for yourself, probably. So if you want to run any type of Facebook ad... What you can do is you can go to gmlconnect.com and you can click on a button that says support the show. You donate three, five, ten, twenty dollars a month. What we're gonna do is we'll email back and forth. We'll say, hey, what do you care about? And you'll say, I care about the how stupid the wealth tax is. And so we'll pick an article. We'll say, Hey, what about this article right here that explains how stupid the wealth tax is? And you'll say, Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Let's put that out in front of thousands of people. And so we'll take your donation, your monthly donation to the show, and we will allocate that money towards Facebook ads for that specific article. If you got a video you like, maybe it's a Milton Friedman thing, maybe it's a Thomas Sowell thing, whatever it is that's pro-liberty, if it's a Ron Paul thing, whatever, then we'll, we'll get it. We'll take your donation and we will put money directly in Facebook ads towards that thing. Okay. And you'll get a, an item from our merch store for doing it. Okay. You can get all kinds of stuff from our merch store included in the donation that we're just going to take the money and put it towards a Facebook ad for something that you care about. If you want to stop whining, stop complaining, stop blowing hot air all day 
and actually put your money where your mouth is, a few dollars a month, and actually do something to make some change, to get the right information out in front of thousands of people. If you want to actually do that, then you, you want to actually defeat socialism. If you want to defeat socialism instead of just complaining about it, then you can go to GML Connect, click on support the show, and let's do this thing. If you would rather just spend your time complaining and never actually getting anywhere and talking about how other people should do things to defeat socialism, then you might be a socialist, actually. <laughs> but if you want to just do that, then don't support, don't go to support the show and do that donation. Well, we talked in this episode about how everything actually costs money. Like, right, you know, this show's free for everyone, which we want it to be. Uh, to listen to or whatever, but everything does have a cost. It costs money to produce this show. And so you can help support that. Uh, like Nate said, go to gmlconnect.com, click that support the show. Also on gmlconnect.com, there are links to subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you guys are subscribed on whatever platform you listen to. There's iTunes, Spotify, Google podcast, Stitcher, overcast whatever it is hit that subscribe and follow button and then share the show with a friend guys there are many twitchy communists out there <laughs> <laughs> that uh that we have to go after so share this with a friend share it with uh your fellow uh socialist and make sure that we do not go backwards in this country uh, that we promote liberty as the primary value for everyone that helps the most amount of people. And that's why we do this. That's what we actually believe in. Yeah. We, it's literally our selfish endeavor of promoting liberty has to do with helping the most amount of people. So if you believe in that, share it with a friend, share it with your communist uncle, leave us a rating and review guys. You do all that. We'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning. Liberty.